Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Whatever it is, it's good. And my name is Elisa Keaton, and we are going to do another Revving the Word workout podcast. You just move your body. You're headed out to move your body, and we are going to do intervals today. And you are invited to every single interval that we do. And if you want to learn more about us, we invite you to come over to revelationwellness.org where we use fitness as a tool to train God's love. It is to us a little missing component, I think, of an active and alive and fit faith. I know that seems kind of maybe a little corny, but oh my goodness, is it not? Does, doesn't faith it's just, it's, it's not easy. <laughs> if it was easy, everyone would do it. It's simple, but not easy. And so we're going to take God's word and push it through our body, may, uh, roll it around in our mind and let it change us and lean into it. So friends, I am so blessed that you're here. You know why? Because mostly I know that you are people that are hungry and thirsty like me to uh, be a change, to see a change. You really crave change. That's why you're drawn to fitness. That's why you're drawn to um, maybe a, a, a before and after, right? We, we love to see transformation. My goodness, let's just ask uh, Joanna Gaines and Chuck Gaines of Fixer Upper. It's, it's so funny to me how these shows of, of like home makeovers and uh, are still around. They're always around. We always see it. Always, it won't go away because it's a, a fingerprint of God on all our lives. Is that we love to take something old and and either restore it, like an old car restored new, or take something you know banged up, broken, and watch it fixed and made heal, healed and whole. It's just a fingerprint of God. So we're going to do that today, that you are not going to leave this workout the same, and it's an act of faith. So could you declare that right now with your, go ahead, out loud, yes, out loud, I will not leave this workout the same. Say it, say it in the gym, let people look at you, and maybe they'll catch on to the fact that they too are, are, are moving their body in an act of faith, that something greater beyond what they can see will manifest itself from the inside out. All right, well, we're going to be focusing today on one of my most favorite scriptures. Really, if you're a Revelation Wellness instructor, it's on the front of your binder that you received in the mail. And we encourage you, if you're liking these podcasts and you, you see how effective this could be, it's like an active small group, Bible study group, I guess you could say. Really, we're just doing life together, life to the fullest, life complete and whole. We'd love to train you up as an instructor. Our next instructor training is coming up here, and uh, we do them we do them three times a year. So you get in on the next class. The harvest is plenty, and the workers are few. And we are going to press in today to First Thessalonians five twenty three, and um, it's going to burn everyone. <laughs> Intervals always mean it's going to burn a little bit. You're going to feel it. I, th- I think you crave feeling it. You really do. And why is it that we're willing to hurt a little bit in a workout? You know, we're willing to get uncomfortable 
but when discomfort comes that we weren't looking for, <laughs> our first response is, how dare you, God, or how dare you, person? And we're so shocked. I love that scripture says, do not be unaware of the enemy's schemes and the fiery darts that come. It's just part of your daily battle, and it's a good battle that will be won. Your heart is good. Let's get after it. All right, so we're going to start the music. You're going to just moving your legs right now on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, 1 being laying in bed, 10, 10 being uh, you can't even hold your arms up because they feel like they're going to fall off your body or you're going to fall over from work effort. <laughs> Here about a 4 or a 5, okay? All right, let's go ahead and get going. We're going to start the music in 3, 2, 1. Why wait to say? At least I did in my way. All right. But in my heart, I understand. Everyone, deep breath, inhale. Exhale. Engage your navel up towards your spine just a little bit so that you don't feel like you're flopping your feet down on the ground. You don't feel like you are. Um, moving side to side too much. You do want to move a little, very organic. Our bodies are not mechanical. Everyone moves differently. You ever notice that? Everyone runs differently, walks differently, just carries themselves differently. And some of it is normal and good and healthy. Some of the ways we carry ourselves is just dysfunction that's piled up over the years. So God, we welcome you into this time. God, we're so hungry for you. We're so crazy for you. We're saying all of us, Lord, heart, sign, heart, soul, mind, and strength, come in. Holy Spirit, use your word to change our minds, change us from our old self to our new self. We put on our new self right now, God, and all the armor, the helmet, the breastplate, shoes, the belt of truth, the sword and the shield. God, we put it all on right now. And we bow. <laughs> we take a knee at the foot of the throne and say we're ready. Speak to us. Send us on our way. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so you've got a few more minutes here. Just feeling good, everyone. Notice there's always this pressure to perform, I think, comes anytime we start to move our bodies. Anytime we start to move. We start to go, oh, it's got to be worth it. Don't do that. Enjoy it. Smile. Smile, smile, smile. It's a violent act against your flesh. It's to smile. And enjoy it. Enjoy it. That's the way the Holy Spirit's moving. It's moving in the path and the direction of joy. Encouragement. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So if you want to get strong, get in His joy. Here's the word, 1 Thessalonians 
May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Oh. Keep your feet light. On a scale of one to 10, a five, a six. By the end of this song, I need you locked in as a good solid seven, 70% heart rate. If you wear a heart rate monitor, don't get obsessed with it. The, the heart rate monitor there is there to teach you you. That you learn what it feels like for you. It's a good tool. Don't make it your master. Because you belong to his kingdom. You belong to his kingdom. And that's really what this verse is saying. That God wants to do this wholeness in you. Some of my favorite words are in this passage. I think this is why I just love this passage. I read it like, I don't know, it came alive to me in the message version. When I first read it, I don't know, gosh, seven, eight years ago. Moving up towards the seven, Emma. It says in the message version, may God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole, put you together, spirit, soul, body, and keep you fit for the coming of our master, Jesus Christ. The one who called you is completely dependable. If he said it, he'll do it. Oh, that makes me so happy. If he said it, he'll do it. But this holy and whole, friends, he wants to make you holy and whole. And in, in the version I first read, we see the word peace, whole, spirit, soul, body, and then the word blameless. Those few first five words, peace, whole, spirit, soul, and body. When I read those in the ESV version, I just knew this, this is me. He's talking to me. He's talking to the mission that I'm on, the call of my life. And the word blameless, I've learned to love. I've actually learned. Whichever road is the blameless path, take me that way. Take me that way. Listen, start working yourself up towards an eight, where you start to feel the pressure in your legs, 
You start to feel your breath. Don't stop the God who makes everything holy and whole, may he put you together holy and whole. Everyone say that. I am holy and whole. Now, you want to know how holy and whole happens? It's back here in that first version that I read to you. May the God of peace himself sanctify you. Sanctify. Everything hinges on sanctification. Listen, in 15 seconds, you are going to push for 20 seconds, then recover for 40. Go. Come on, 15 seconds. I'm at 20 seconds, I'm so sorry, go. Stop, ease off, ease off. You got 40 seconds. We're gonna do another push for 30 seconds. Then you'll still get that remaining 30 seconds to recover, okay? Sanctify you, everyone. Sanctification. The word means to make holy and purify. Make holy, purify. Clean harders. You know this. Set, go. 30 seconds. Come on. Push. Smile holy and whole. May God himself put you together. Pick up your feet. This song is called Breaking a Sweat. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. 30 seconds. Oh, recover. Sanctify. Separate ourselves from things that are not dedicated to God. Separate yourself from profane things. Get ready. 40 second push. Go. 40 seconds. You can do 40 seconds. Sure you can. If he said it, he'll do it. feet. Gospel feet. Come on. Peace. Peace is powerful. Don't you quit. You can fade, but you may not quit. <laughs> Offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Come on. That's sanctification. Two, one, zero. 20 seconds to rest. 
sanctify. Make whole. Make holy. Dedicated to the things of God. Get ready. Set. Go. 50 seconds. With a 10 second recovery. Say what, Elisa? Come on. It's your playground. Play. There is no failing. There is no trying, but there's no failing. What's up? Getting close. Five, four, three, two, ten seconds. And you're doing one more. One minute push. Set, go. Come on. The God who makes everything, including you. If he said it, he'll do it. Holy and whole. Keep going. Don't you stop. Push from your butt, everyone. Come on, from your biggest muscle. Make your heart on fire. Flames, fire. I want your eyes to smile. I want everyone in the gym or in the neighborhood to pay attention to you. Three, two, one. Recover. You have five minutes, 40 seconds to stay away from the danger zone. But you can creep up on it, but don't. Remember, actually, I'm gonna, yeah. I want you to pull back. I don't want you to be like, oh, I gotta, listen, because intervals only truly work. They're the most effective when you recover, you recover. So enjoy it. I, this is that, gosh, I feel like this is the process of sanctification. This is what it feels like. Sanctification are moments, times in your life. You're like, this burns. God, why does this hurt so much? That's, it's because, you, you're being set apart. You're being cleaned out. It's like a drunk that goes dry, a drug addict that stops the pleasure seeking. And the lie is that we go, well, God can't be here. It hurts too much. Come on, friends. You are the sanctified. The world is waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. I need you. I cannot. I can't do this by myself. I don't want to. And listen, if he said it, he'll do it. He's going to sanctify you. Will you stay with your feet in the fire? 
to separate from profane things and dedicate to God. So some of us say, well, that doesn't sound, sounds like God's taking me out of this world. Oh no, friends, no sir, no ma'am. He's cleansing you out of this world to put you right back in it, right back in it. So I just got done doing Rim to Him. It's a fundraiser where we cross the Grand Canyon in one day. You're invited to check it out. But we spend, well I spend about 14 to 16 hours crossing the Grand Canyon in one day. And by hour, oh gosh, probably by hour eight, we all kind of stink. We're dirty, we're, we're salty. <laughs> Physical salt on us from sweat. And a little salty in our soul. Our feet hurt. We're kind of going, what did I sign up for? How long is this gonna take? How much more? Meanwhile, we're forgetting, oh my gosh, look where I am, I'm in the Grand Canyon. Look at how beautiful, look how amazing. We can easily just grumble instead of gratitude. So if you wanna make your sanctification process enjoyable, be grateful. But as we're coming out the Grand Canyon, we, we're weary, we're smelling, we're dirty. And at the last mile or so, you start to see the sightseers who are just taking a little stroll into the canyon. And as we're coming out, we pass them. And you know what I always notice? How clean they smell. I smell them. I, I can smell. Wait a minute. You're not just traveling through here. You're, you're coming from a comfortable, beautiful, clean place. And that's what God wants to do with us. In sanctification, He beautifies us. He cleans us up. Because we've all been on this life journey that's left its mark its smell on us, our old self. And you know it. When you encounter a person who has hope, gratitude, kindness, joy, in what feels like a mundane, dog-eat-dog -dog world, you pay attention. You pay attention. Where are they getting that? Why do they smell so good? How come they don't smell like me? That's the purification of the love of God. He calls you to himself. Because he's holy and he's whole. Nothing else in all the world 
will give you what he's got. Everybody, you're gonna do a 20 second push, that same sequence. Get ready, go. 20 seconds, go. Come on, everything you got. Eight seconds. Four. Pull back. 40 seconds. Off or recover. The word sanctify means to purify, to cleanse externally and internally. Soaking in the Word of God renews your mind. It cleanses you. You get ready? You're going 30 seconds. Go. Come on. Sanctify. Separate. Separate. Come out of hiding. Come out of shame. Come out of darkness. Step into the light. The light purifies. His word is a washing. Purify. Four, three, two, 30 seconds off. Let's think about all the elements that purify, that sanctify, that cleanse. Water. Yeah. Take a bath. But you got you can't just take a spit shower. You got to get in there, soak. Ready? 40 seconds. Go. I also talked about light. How light purifies. Such a thing as light therapy. If you have gum disease, Light therapy searches out the dark, dead blood, shines the light, and exposes it and blasts it open. 10 more seconds, come on. Three, two, 20 seconds to recover. Then you're going for 50, five zero seconds. Listen, just do you. Don't do the person to the left or the right. You and God, holy and whole, go. Come on, come on, come on, Lord. Have your way. Sanctify your thighs. Sanctify your soul. Externally. Internally. Don't you stop. Don't you stop. Your throat. Your heart. Probably in your throat. Eight seconds. 
three, two, 10 seconds off. You're going back in for one minute. Go. Last, last one. Come on. It's whatever you can do for one minute. Ask the spirit, what can we do? Say fear, get behind me. Shame, get behind me. Guilt, get behind me. Press in. Spirit, soul, body. Spirit, soul, body. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're dangerous. You're so dangerous. 15 seconds. What can't you do? Because if he said it, he'll do it. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, recover. Okay. Last six minutes together. Recover. Purify, sanctify. And what else cleanses? Probably when I think of the word sanctification, sanctify, sanctified. Fire. Fire purifies fire. Right? That's why they would put they put gold in the furnace to purify it. To burn off all the dross, to burn off all the debris. Purify. And we see in scripture that Jesus, or God calls himself, he's a consuming fire. It's a thing about the difference with water and light is I get to play around with it. I can dance in it, sing in it. It's not gonna, it's not gonna hurt me per se, but fire, who? Anyone have kids around a campfire? You're constantly on guard. Stay away, don't get too close to the fire. Where God actually invites us, he says, come on in. Come on in. Come as close as you want. Let me consume you. For I am a jealous God. He's not jealous of you or anyone. He's jealous for you. Wants you. Come into the fire. I love that picture of coming to Christ and growing in Him, maturing in Him, becoming your whole self, your true self. It's as if Jesus stands right before you with the butt of a sword in His chest and the tip of the sword in your chest. And He beckons you with loving, trust me kind of eyes and says, come here. Ooh. And you go, but that's gonna hurt. 
it's gonna hurt. But his eyes are so trustworthy. And Revelation says that his eyes are like fire. They burn for you. They yearn for you. He says, come close. Come on into this fire. And we can think of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego who went into the furnace and they were living sacrifices. Listen, you won't die. You're gonna live. You're gonna live. Say that, I'm gonna live. I'm gonna live. I'm gonna live through this. <laughs> All my hope is in this fire. You are a fragrant offering to him. When you burn, he smells it and he sings. I believe he like he sends his angels to dance around our fire keep them company tend to my daughter tend to my son she's burning oh but she she's gonna she's gonna glow as pure as gold when she comes out of this sanctify He's holy. Listen, I know that when we can't have what we want, it hurts, it burns. But what if when we didn't go get what we want, it's because God is actually, he's trying to give us what we need. What we need. The holy and whole, they get their needs met in abundant ways. Their need for love, their need for joy. That's a normal thing. God put that in you. Joy, peace, kindness, goodness. Those are needs, they're not just wants. And he's gonna meet those and fire, sanctify, be put together, holy and whole, be kept blameless, be blameless, burn off all the impurities, burn it off God, God help us, we have things in us that we really want you to do, that we really want you to give us. And we jump into your fire right now. We say burn it, give us what we need. You want, you don't really want justice. You want peace.
You don't really want acceptance and money. You want love and you have those in him. Good job. So listen to me. I also want you to hear this. He is an extravagant God. He's not stingy. He's extravagant and mostly with his love. His love, that's a consuming fire. That's why when you get close to him, you go, why does this hurt so much? It's because he's sanctifying you. He's purifying, burning the book of the story that you've read to yourself for years and years about who he is or about who people are. He wants to burn that book. So you come out of the fire with a fresh word for your life. This is my daughter with whom I am well pleased. Listen to her so that you can step back into the world with something fresh. You'll smell good to the weary, the salty souls around you. You'll be like, wow, what's that smell? You'll be like, why? <laughs> you don't have to say this, but you know, I was just with the king and he blessed me. And you know, when you hug somebody so close, you smell like them after you walk away. That's sanctification. But God is a rewarder of those who seek him. He's gonna give you immeasurably more. But first, like any good father, he wants to meet your needs. So that when you get what you want, <laughs> your life isn't built on getting and keeping that. That whether abounding or abasing, you are content. The sanctified, are content. John 17, 17 says, sanctify them in the truth. This is Jesus saying, God, Father, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Let him tell you the truth. I always say only the Father, only God can speak a word that helps you feel better and get better. <laughs> and it's really only from Him that a surrendered heart can take really good feedback. <laughs> only from Him Seek him while he can be found. Seek him. So before I get what I want, the immeasurably more, he wants to give me what I need. He sanctifies me so that I get all my needs in him met. Then, watch out. Because you don't want it any other way. If you give somebody what they want, before they have what they need. That's spoiling a child. And he is a good, good, brilliant, kind father. 
If you think of that's why Abraham comes to mind. He waited years, years, years. So decrepit and old. His bones were as good as dead. <laughs> when he got the promise of his son. But everyone, before you go, what a mean God. Oh no. Look at all the favor God gave Abraham on his life. All the favor. He was with him. giving him land and cattle. God is so kind, forgiving Abraham of his Ishmael moments. So it's kind of like, I think we all, maybe today we have that one big dream. And it, maybe it's been the one you've been asking for what feels like a lifetime. Listen to me, you're gonna get that. But before you get that, jump into the fire. Dance. His is the only fire. Where there's a party going on. If you can give him praise while it burns, whoo, what a fragrant, sweet, living sacrifice you are. He is not stingy. He is extravagant, mostly and firstly with his love. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. He wants to take you glory to glory burn to burn so that your whole spirit your whole spirit soul and body be kept blameless free from sin shame fear and the blameless the blameless think about that that means Nobody could walk up to you. This is in line with sanctification. It's you having the confidence that you've walked through every fire in order to keep your heart pure, your hands clean, so that anyone could walk up to you and say, I know something about you, like accusing you of being a liar, and you wouldn't have to fear one thing because you're as far as it depends on you. You're pure. Your conscience is clean. You've done everything that he's asked you to do. The blameless have integrity of the soul. It means integrity. I always think of the spine. It's an upright spine. Everyone, we need it, our spine to have integrity. That way it can hold weight. If our spines are crooked, compromised, he, you won't be able to hold that Olympic bar squat rack on your shoulders. 
And I know that God, our Father on earth today, He wants to give His people glory. He wants to give us more and more weightiness, more favor, more effect, more power, because that's how He'll be seen on the earth through his people. He partners, he co-labors with us. So we get fit, we get blameless, we get integrity. So he can just keep the weight stack coming. And guess what? The bigger the weight, the more it's gonna burn. Your legs, your lungs, your mind, your doubts. But if he said it, he'll do it. So do not doubt, do not fear. Keep yourself whole, holy, set apart. Set apart from the things of this world to press back into this world the things of the kingdom. It's like you, you drop all your trinkets and your toys. You go cleanse yourself in the river of his love. Like, like Naaman, you wash yourself we all have spiritual leprosy a disease of our heart of our soul and you wash yourself in his presence in his word in his light in his truth in his fire you cry it out <laughs> it burns listen we're I'm just gonna say this worship doesn't always look like song and dance it can be tears of you crying and hurting but still saying I will worship you I will worship you actually I believe when Job lost everything and it said he worshiped God I don't think he stood there and danced and threw a barbecue I think he fell on his knees and he was gutturally without but at the same time saying God I will choose you I trust you I worship you I worship you he was telling his soul where to go that's the most fragrant offering on this side of heaven. And when we do that, God gives us all the goodness of the kingdom, all the power, favor, resources, wisdom, knowledge, revelation, <laughs> wisdom, so that we can come back into the world wise as snakes, wise, shrewd as snakes, but as innocent as doves ha that's what he wants to do and if he said it he'll do it so you keep yourself blameless spirit soul and body so that the God of peace can put you together holy and whole the God of peace himself there is no other God with peace he is peace no other idol will offer you the peace of Christ and keep your whole spirit soul and body blameless he who calls you is faithful if he said it he'll do it Thank you, Father. We receive this word as nourishment, vitamins, minerals, elements for our upright life. 
we can be in the world, God. Commission us back into the world today. Sanctified, effective for every good work today. In Jesus' name, amen.